Are you ready? A shot of wrestling. Episode 116. Where we go. Step up to the break. We got MJP and Green Man and Sabrina Champion and Chip Team. From my land to Japan and everywhere in between. Get the up to date news on the wrestling scene. So take a shot. Well, is that the message you got? We are about to go live. Are you ready to rock? So take a shot. Great, great theme song. Welcome, folks, to episode 116. Special episode here because I'm not by myself this week. Leaving the comfort of his office, not via Skype. Yeah, baby. Not at his fucking penthouse. Yeah, baby. Greenman's back. Yes, 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 yes. I am back. I am so happy to be back here at Omega Studios. You've been doing a great job in listening to all the episodes week after week exclusively on B Plus Player Radio every Monday. It's like I start my morning commute on Mondays and I listen to you on a shot of wrestling. Also oh. iTunes and Podbean, so therefore not exclusive. That's <laughs> fine. Listen, everybody uses the word exclusive in professional wrestling like they don't know the definition. So I'm going to use it exclusively on this show, but then use it on other shows as well. So what's going on? Fuck? How you been? How's life? My man, it's been fucking busy. Busy, busy life we live here at a shot of wrestling headquarters. I am working tirelessly behind the scenes to uh get the show over and you know you give me a lot of credit behind the scenes you're like you say i've done a lot in the last 116 episodes Mm -hmm. you don't give yourself enough credit because if it wasn't for you week in and week out making sure the lights are turned on here and the show is going the show would not be at 116 episodes so thank you sir for being my co-pilot and, and my piloting and piloting the ship, like the pilot. You know? yeah. yeah, you're the pilot, you're stewardess. That's fine. <laughs> Actually, I'm the pilot. You're you're, uh, you're the tower. The tower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Tell yeah. me where to go. Yes, yes, yes. But yeah, I mean, I told you that off air, and you like you gave me shit for it, so that's why I don't say nothing. Yeah, you know what? We're bringing everything from off air today. We're bringing it on air. We're gonna air out our laundry today. Okay, that's what we should do. We should call it episode 116. Shot of wrestling is gonna do their laundry. So, okay. in my life, in my laundry. Work's kind of been crazy busy, uh, but the big news in my life is that my kid got the chicken pox. Have fuck, you ever had the chicken pox? Fuck the chicken pox. I had him like a fucking bitch when I was a kid. The fucking worst case. Worse than my fucking brother, of course. I had him like a fucking <laughs> bitch. I'm really fucking bad. A really bad case in chicken pox. Took me a long time to get over. My God. So fuck the chicken pox. <laughs> For real. Fuck, right now, we're in like going into week two of it. The, the, the kid is only like 15 months. I didn't even know... Babies could get chicken pox. Your kid, right? Yes. <laughs> I didn't even know they could get they could get chicken pox. And not yeah, only that, anybody can get chicken pox. He nice. got the chicken pox vaccine like three months before. I need to sue the that's, doctor. That's why I don't get the fucking flu shot. <laughs> odds are when you get the flu shot, you get the flu. Yeah. So fuck that. It's a work. Yep. It's a work. How about the Pe- Monet? People talk about professional wrestling being a work. I, I think the, the industry of medicine is a work. You know? How, you know what is funny? Ever since I started taking my son to a doctor, mm-hmm. they've told me that a lot of the shit that we've been told works really doesn't work. Yeah. Really doesn't work. Like, if my kid was sick, 
you know, I was like, oh, doc, you know, I know he's only like 15 months, but if there's anything that I could give him that we could prescribe for him, he's like, well, not really, because you know what? Anything that I would prescribe would kind of just fix one symptom, but it's not really going to make it go away. It's just going to make it tolerable enough for you to be able to go about your daily routine. So like, like if he's itchy and he got a medicine to make him not itchy, it's not really getting rid of the chicken pox. It's just making him not be itchy anymore. It's a fucking work. I got a, I don't have a baby. I'm responsible. <laughs> I got two older parents. No glove, no love. I got two older parents. Yeah. So I, I sort of have babies. Yeah. <laughs> like the riddle of Sphinx. It's true. It's like it, it reverses. The uh, roles reverse. Yeah. Right? I, I learned what MD stands for. Okay. Maybe. Don't know. Nobody has any question, answers. It's all questions. Maybe. It's this. Don't know. What? Could be this. <laughs> I don't know. I should I, be a fucking doctor. I just, I just think they don't want to be liable. I watched all 20 seasons of law, uh, ER. I can be a doctor. <laughs> I can be a doctor. So I think your loved one just passed away. I, I'm not sure. I don't want to say anything. But if you go into the room and they're not breathing, it's a possibility that he's gone. It's like I had something wrong with me a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, shit. Well, I'm not sure what's wrong. I think it was something serious. So I go to WebMD. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, let me, let me put my symptoms in. Blah, 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 blah. blah. All right, give me two answers. Either wait 24 hours, if it's still there, contact your doctor, or go to the ER right away. <laughs> That's like a fucking album. I'm fucking dead. I think all these wow. doctors don't get a fucking medical degree. They fucking check WebMD. Like, yeah, I think you need to go to the emergency room, you know, or if it still persists, come back to me and see me 24 hours if you're still alive. Michael J. Putty, how was your week as I open up my beer here? My week was uh, long and exhausting. If y'all listen to episode 115, I told you my horrific story about going to see the Avengers. Right? I hear it's a good movie. How I got lost. Couldn't, couldn't find the place. It's right by Dick's, by the way. Yeah, now I fucking know that. <laughs> so a friend of ours, Jonathan, texted me on Sunday saying how he has an extra ticket to the Avengers for his kid's birthday. Oh. Right by my house. Know exactly where it is. So I'll take it. Nice. Very sweet. Didn't get the call. By the way, it's this is Jonathan who's the godfather to my baby? That's correct. Wow. Thanks for the call, Dick. So I go. I get there early. It's all the little kids. I've never seen a movie with a bunch of little kids before. It's kind of fucking annoying. I time it from the time the movie starts okay. to the time I caught up. Literally 21 minutes. Oh, wow. I literally missed 21 minutes in the movie. Wow. So my, my estimation was spot on. Missed a lot more than I thought I did. Finally caught up. Fantastic. Great movie. I still holds up. My new favorite superhero is still my new favorite superhero. And uh, definitely go check it out. Who's your, who's your favorite superhero? Can't tell you spoilers. I'm going to wait like a week or two more. Really? Oh, you said two weeks because I listened to the show. I think you said you're going to No, I said, one, I said one week. But I'm going to give people some more options. Really? Yeah. Because you didn't see it, so I can't even talk to you about it. But that's okay. I'm not planning on seeing it. Don't worry about it. You know what's crazy? And that's sad why I have not seen it. My wife gets um, sneak previews to all the Marvel movies because Marvel is one of her accounts at work. Mm-hmm. So she actually got to see it on Wednesday and the movie came on, what, Thursday? Um, she could have taken me. I could have seen it. I'm, not, I'm just not that big of a comic book person. Neither am I. Though comic books really loud. and wrestling go hand in hand in, in some cases. They're not a sponsor this week. Don't mention that. Like, <laughs> They're not a sponsor this week. Don't mention that, Don't mention that comic wrestling book. <laughs> but like... For example, May the 4th Be With You, a comic book also and a here. wrestling collaboration. You were born and raised Catholic. Yes. So every time I hear May the 4th Be With You, 
I also want to say I also want to say it in slow with you. Yes, yes. I just said it now. But... Yes. Um, but you know who we do want to be with to be the man comics. Oh. That's you didn't want me to mention it. Their their new chapter is out, and I hear chapter three is just going to be as intense. The chapter isn't clear yet. They're they're they are not a sponsor of the show, so this is. Uh, they are sponsoring apparently Eric Bischoff's podcast <laughs> we fucking launched into the stratosphere you're welcome you know many people come on a shot of wrestling and they tell us after they come on the show how great their career is Boulevard Bullies came on the show boom skyrocketed they're doing deaf shit everywhere in Brooklyn they know everyone we're gonna hang out hopefully a tournament of deaf on June 9th I and, mean it's, it's insane if you're pretty enough you can come after the show too <laughs> speaking of that I went to PC Richards today. Okay. Okay. I had to buy my mother her Mother's Day present. My mother's the most impossible woman to shop for. I really? got her something I know she's not going to use. I always thought fathers were the hardest. No, not my mother. She's okay. the worst. So I got her something PC Richards, and the guy, I pre-ordered it. I went to go pick it up. So I go there to go pick it up. The guy's like, the woman's like, oh, um, he'll help you. This old Asian guy helps me. Okay. Oh, just follow me. Follow me halfway fucking across the store. <laughs> Why can't you just fucking help me right here? There's catch us right there. No, okay, whatever. I just follow him along. Was he like the Asian guy from um, the Matrix movies with all the keys? He looked like him. Dental right? keys. Because <laughs> that's what I'm envisioning. So he brings this little kiosk near Spectrum Cable News. Hmm. Um, another kiosk. Okay. So he's typing in the, in the computer and he gets me, oh, by the way, um, what cable service do you have? I noticed a girl looking at me. <laughs> okay, what's up, <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's time boy. It's not time boy. Oh, Spectrum. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, very good, very good. And the girl was looking at me. That was a great impression. Person I wasn't trying to. Okay. But thank you. The girl was looking at me. Says, oh, uh, he, you know, he's just asking that because I work for Spectrum and he has to ask. Oh, okay. I'm like, oh, good thing I, I said the right thing then. I guess yeah. gave you the right answer. Yeah. She laughs. Because the right answer. She goes, oh, that's true. Because if it wasn't the right answer, I have to fucking talk your ear off, trying to convince you to come over to Spectrum. Laugh, laugh. Mm-hmm. Walks away. Oh, Fucking dick. <laughs> I got her number. <laughs> yeah, I should have stopped to talk to her. But no, I'm an asshole. Was he? Was she uh, Michael J. Putty's type? No, but I would have went there. Oh, oh. She was like Indian. Okay. I never, I never tried to date an Indian before. Not, is is that the one culture you have not dated yet? There's a lot of cultures I haven't dated. Really? Oh, yeah. okay. Is there a culture or a, a type that you've dated the most? Like white, Caucasian, Spanish? I've got a mix. White, Spanish, yeah, a couple blacks thrown in there. Hmm. Feel really weird saying that. So I'm going to end that part of the show. Um, let's move on right quick. <laughs> Pause for editing. It's cool. It's cool. But yeah, I could have got her number. I'm telling you, we're airing out our laundry right here. Episode 116. A lot of people are tuning into this episode specifically for one reason. We did a poll. Backlash? Huh? Backlash? Yes, we did. <laughs> we had this viewing party. Where we saw backlash. Tell us about it. <sighs> it was brutal. The only interesting here about backlash reviews is they somehow someone released the list of people who produced each match. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. So that's a new thing here on the like, show. Like behind the scenes yeah. who, who booked the match. Like the booker? So, yeah, the booker, yeah. Interesting. Or the, what they call the producer. Okay. So let's get into the fucking backlash because backlash sucked. Seth Rollins defeated Miz to retain the IC title in 20 minutes and 30 seconds, produced by Tyson Kidd. Interesting. Nia Jax. What I, wait, wait, what I thought was probably the match of the night. Oh, match of the year. Yeah, it was a great way to start it, which gave you high hopes, but then everything went downhill from that. Nia Jax defeated Alexa Bliss to retain the Raw Women's Championship in 10 minutes, 20 seconds, produced by Sarah Stock. 
Mm. Jeff Hardy defeated Randy Orton to retain the U.S. Championship in 12 minutes even by Arn Anderson. That's a surprise. Mm. Daniel Bryan defeated Big Cast via submission by 7 minutes, 45 seconds, produced by Jamie Noble and Dean Malenko. Oh, a duo. Duo. Why did that match Don't deserve know. two people? Good question. Mm. Carmella defeated Charlotte Flair to retain the SmackDown Women's Championship nine minutes even by John Laurinaitis. AJ Styles versus She's Cake Knock Him Over ended in a no contest in 20 minute, 21 minutes and five oh, seconds. Who booked that one? Jamie Noble again. Jamie Noble. Do you think he, he was the one who worked in the, the double nut, nut squash? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Braun Strowman, Bobby Lashley defeated your boys Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn's in eight minutes, 40 seconds by IRS and Devon Dudley. Interesting. Yeah, right. And Roman Reigns defeated Samoa Joe in 18 minutes and 10 seconds by P.S. Michael Hayes. P.S. is uh, Interesting, still right? working the main events, huh? Yeah, right? If you I call think... it the main event. Disgrace. <laughs> How the, the WWE Championship was not the main event here. Dude, he probably booked the. You know what? He probably booked that horrible Roman versus Lesnar match at Mania. Probably. Well, PS, PS is so like. They need to really just get rid of everybody who's part of the old school era. Like, of uh, wrestling. And keep Tyson Kidd around. That was yes, the best match of the night. Exactly. I, I think there is a new age of wrestling fans who want to see something new, and people who are younger, who are in the mix, want. Are able to deliver that to to their audience. You I'm know, curious, I would like to see them keep doing this because I want to see how what IRS and Devon Dully do. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a bad match; it was just a fucking lame match. Yeah, I mean, but Art Anderson doing the fucking lame ass Jeff Hardy Randy Orton match. Mm-hmm. I guess he, he did the best he could work with. Right? Yeah, so. I mean, but, but keep, was, keep that up. Whoever, whoever very leaked interesting. This, keep, yeah, keep leaking that. That's pretty, yeah. pretty interesting stuff. I like it. I like it. So we had the viewing party at. The crown room here in Bayside. We made some new Please. friends. Yeah, good turnout. Yeah, we we made some new friends. Yeah. I like making new friends. A couple new friends. Yeah. <laughs> good drinks. Good vibe. Good atmosphere. So please come on down next time for Money in the Bank, correct? Money in the... You, you just let everybody know we're going to... Now we have to have a party. That's the power. I, I was toying around with the idea that maybe we should, maybe we shouldn't. I mean, we have friends that... Yep, I like wrestling who do viewing parties in the city at Legends. And we're like... Maybe we should go to their party this time around, but no. I'm not going to the city. You, you, I'm not going to the city on a Sunday night. I got work the next day. You have now hooked me to do a viewing party. All right. So I do. Done. We'll power, do it. Power being the voice of a shot of wrestling. Michael J. Putty, you, you're, you're, gonna, you're, you're done. It's done. That's it. So we're spending way too much time on this. Overall thoughts on Backlash? Um, you, you, you after, suck, it sucked. After the first match, it was downhill from that. Like I actually Lux wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. For what they... You know what? It wasn't bad, but then it wasn't great. It was a hard, it was hard to follow that first match. So it maybe kept the pace, but then literally, if everything else after that went down, that second match got dragged down a little bit with it. Did not enjoy backlash. A lot of people did not enjoy backlash. In fact, uh, Vince McMahon was very upset about a lot of people starting to walk out. I heard that. Yeah, that was nuts. So that would make it two shows in a row because a lot of people were walking on Mania for were that they? last match. Yeah. I didn't notice. Yeah. Probably too drunk. People were starting. Yeah. People, at least people in my area, I noticed they were like, all right, this is not going anywhere. This match sucks. I'm done. And they're already saying for what? Four or four and a half hours? Seven. Was that British chick you interviewed hot? She was beautiful. Yeah. She sounded hot. Yeah. She was very pretty. But you mentioned Vince McMahon. Mm-hmm. Let's move on right quick. Y'all. Tuned in. You got, y'all voted on the Instagram poll 
I'm sure it wasn't on Twitter because Greenman posted it. What interview do you want to hear in episode 116? Do you want to hear a brand new interview with some indie standout or the reason we're all here today? Vince McMahon himself. MJP, you didn't get Way back, May 8th. Two years ago. MJP, MJ, whoa, whoa, May 8th, hold on, hold on. 2016, episode 12. Could I ask we, you one question before you move on? 104 episodes ago. Wow. I'm Green confused. Man. Green Man cut his chops interviewing skills. Your first interview, I believe, was right? Your first interview? Yeah. Did you read your email before we started the show? No, internet's down. So, <sighs> Green Man cut his chops. <laughs> your uh, first very interview. This is embarrassing. Ever. This is... Uh, Ever, MJP. I'm sorry to Vincent say Kennedy McMahon. <clears throat> MJP was interviewed by Green Men. So I Green suggest Man. you stop. I suggest you stop right now. Take it away. My, no, no, Michael J. Putty. I'm sorry. This is going to be an embarrassing moment for both of us. Um, okay, we because you get you sucks. You know, we're airing out our laundry, right? Oh, God. We're airing out our laundry. Uh, Michael J. Putty, this interview will not be re-aired tonight here on episode 116. I'm sorry. Why? Um, you didn't read your emails. I'll have the interview. But uh, after we did make that post, there have been a lot you of that post. connections that we have secured within a promotion in our area. A lot of people are call it as you? the promotion up north. Okay. Um, who has told us it is not in our best interest to re-air that audio of that interview. I'll be honest with you, Michael J. Putty, if you haven't heard it on episode 12, 104 episodes ago, you said, yeah. um, it, it wasn't Mr. McMahon, so I'm coming clean. I'm coming clean right now. It was not Mr. McMahon. What? And if you tune in for that interview with Mr. McMahon, I'm sorry. Um, the E knows it wasn't Mr. McMahon, but they yeah, are no shit. letting us know that it's not in our best interest to not even use the likeness of Mr. McMahon for episode 116 so unfortunately we are not able to um what best interest do they care about they don't, they don't care you know i mean we said it before someone in the ease listening yeah, every week and we've rubbed elbows we know who we can't mention the names of who we do know but it i is, can is not in our best interest michael j putty but read why? your emails i don't interest in service um so i hear that you got this a lot of news to get to so yeah including the interview by Listen, Vincent? no, 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 Mike, Mike, no, seriously, it's like no go, not on this episode. If you want to listen to it, go back to episode four, uh, 12. Uh, Michael, nobody, J- Michael J. Putty, let's go to go back <laughs> two years to listen to an v- interview you just said was bullshit. Yeah, um, it was funny, entertaining, it was so funny, so good. No one's gonna, no one's gonna go back two years to listen to it. Let's just play it now, so good, save everybody the time. No, I. Listen, I'm working the the production. I am working the headquarters of a shot of wrestling. There's a lot of ties that I have in this, and I cannot break them. And I told, I gave him my word, I was not going to air it. So, it, you don't speak for me, so I can play it. Michael, I can't. You you are a part of me. We're in this together, brother. I'm sorry. In the news, right? Next one. No, I'm going to play this. Fucking, no. no uh. It's in the news with Michael J. Putty and the Green Man. First of all, I told you never to press that fucking button again. Listen. Don't ever cut me off. My show. You you are the show, but I make sure that the bills get paid to make sure you have a show. Okay? I cannot break those ties. So let's move on with the show. I respect your opinion. Unfortunately, I, I had to veto it. So in the news. Former WB superstar Nick Big Bully. 
passed away at the age of 63 following a recent diagnosis of spinal fluid cancer. Now, I've heard a lot of cancers before. Never heard of spinal fluid cancer. One more thing for me to worry about. (laughs) Is the cancer in the fluid? Of your spinal cord, apparently. He wrestled for the WWE between 1989 and 1991. Hmm. He went on to become a bodyguard and, God bless him, a police officer. Uh, He also ran his own nutrition bar company and promoted MMA shows under the name Big Bully MMA. Hmm. He also competed for Bellator. So we sent our deepest condolences to uh, his his friends and family. I saw a picture of him. I vaguely remember who he was. Okay. You know, sad. Yeah. Another news? Another news. Happy news for you, Green Man. Kevin Owens signed a new five-year contract wow. during a recent interview. Good he said, him. and I quote, I do not see why I will not finish my career with the WWE. So he has no plan to go anywhere. That's good news for you because you're a big Kevin Owens fan. love Kevin Owens. I think he's great. been a little disappointed in um, the first two weeks of him being back on Raw. I think just because his first run as Raw being the Universal Champion was so big and high and really like launched him into SmackDown to be that face next to an AJ Styles. But uh, hopefully there's better things to come. I'm happy for um, not just Kevin Owens, but I'm happy for Sami Zayn, who's getting that little rub. Really? Yeah. Your your arch rivals? Like Batman (laughs) for the Joker. I know. Listen, laundry's coming out. I am very happy that he's come back and resurfaced himself as a... A newsworthy character, like someone who we really want to see every every week. So yourself. good for him. Uh, a former Woman Crush Wednesday of mine is in the news. Ooh, Brandy Rhodes suffered injury mm. while competing in Japan. Brandy yeah. and Cody both confirmed on tour that she wrestled two matches. Nuts. Suffered the injury and wrestled in two more matches. Nuts. What? She will need surgery due to the bone poking into her fucking muscles. It's like Taz wrestling, finishing a match with a broken neck. Jesus I don't Christ. Get it. Or Kurt Angle winning the gold medal with a fucking broken neck. Yeah. So, beautiful, speedy recovery to you. But speaking I, of the Rhodes family... Oh, I, I was going to say, I, I don't think I could finish a match with a hangnail. I think that, that might be a I little... can't do a fucking <laughs> podcast with a hangnail. Or a paper cut. Yeah. I got a fucking paper cut. I'm still show for two hours. That's it. That's it. We're postponing. Speaking of the Rhodes family, Cody Rhodes has announced he plans to run for the Texas State Senate in 2020. He made an announcement on the season premiere of Being Elite on YouTube. Really? Despite being the American Nightmare, Abel... He believes in the American dream. Interesting. You got to vote for him? Wow. Hey, um, we we could do a whole podcast on just like politics and wrestlers. Yeah. Um, just about Kane. <laughs> right? But um, if he wants to follow in the footsteps uh, of Kane, of Jesse the Body Ventura, and hopefully one day The Rock. I think his real thing is fucking kayfabe. Uh, the Rock? No. Uh, Cody Rhodes. Um, He's in the prime of his career. That's why a very... That's would, a very why would he demoted? become a texas state not even a senator a state senator that's a very good question michael j putty and if you have the answer to that dial it up 619-343-3005 great man you know updates give you an update here back in february lufisto announced she had cervical cancer that's right well three months later i am pleased to report that she has been cleared of all cancer but she will follow up in six months so you know good luck to her god bless and uh prayers do work i guess huh good for her good girl Another news? Another news. Well, here we go. Tampa Bay, Florida is the latest city to reveal they want to host WrestleMania. Who doesn't want to host WrestleMania? You also mentioned you'll go to WrestleMania in the future based on the city. Yes. Yes. Because, um, never been to Tampa Bay. So, yeah, that's so, one of the things I got to say. One of the things I really like about our trip to WrestleMania is I get to see states that I cities. wouldn't normally. Yeah, cities and even states that I wouldn't normally go and visit. When the hell would I have said, I want to go to fucking Detroit? Nope. No. Never. You know? If Minneapolis makes it on the list of that WrestleMania, because it was a rumor. 
If Minneapolis, when would I ever want to go to Minneapolis? Wait, didn't I just take a detour to Minneapolis on the way back from WrestleMania? On your five fucking detours? Yeah. Stuff? yeah. That will probably be the only time I set foot in Minneapolis. Tampa Bay Sports Commission executive Rob Higgins said the officials were going to put a bid in to host either 2023, 24, or 25. Mm-hmm. We're in 2018. So I'm assuming either other cities or bids are already put in. Do they know what cities are being hosted? Absolutely. Very curious. So far in advance. Don't need to be curious. I could tell you what states are going to be coming up. The next. city also announced the Super Bowl for 2021. And we know the WWE loves to follow the Super Bowl. Absolutely. Or beat the Super Bowl. We've seen that. Tampa Bay is the second Florida city to bid on the show, followed by... Love and Hip Hop. <laughs> Full circle. Orlando <laughs> saying they intend to host WrestleMania again in 2023 or 2025. So... That's that news. What about the news of um, Las Vegas? Isn't Las Vegas building a nice big stadium over there? Yeah, but that's a couple years away. Yeah, but when it, I guarantee WWE Las Vegas WrestleMania will, wow, will have to happen. Don't need to bid on it. No. Just give it to them. <laughs> Brand new. I mean, that's something that's I would, gonna beat the I would so go. No, you know how many bachelor parties will be like, I'm going to WrestleMania for my bachelor party in would Vegas? It, would, would their wives let them know? Yeah. Because they're not their wives yet. Tim Bithell has also bid to host the WrestleMania, uh, not WrestleMania, Royal Rumble in 2020 or 2023. Well, that's what Vinnie Mac is trying to work right now. Yeah, because they're going um, to baseball stadiums. Yeah, with with uh, our insights with the WWE is that the the big four pay-per-views are going to be getting a bigger em- emphasis into getting that WrestleMania kind of build. And listen, he did it once with Mania. There was so much that he worked in this since WrestleMania 1 to try to get into stadiums and try to get into places that he completely has flipped the table now. Instead of him saying like, oh, could I please go to Tampa Bay? Like Tampa Bay's like, yep. no, could you please come to me? It's, it's, it's sick it's, how it's just like the Super Bowl. It's crazy. And I think that he's going to do the same thing with Royal Rumble. Survivor Series will be next. And then um, what's the uh, last one? SummerSlam. You he's already done doing it with SummerSlam. You mentioned that Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. That is also in the works to host Royal Rumble for 2020 or 2021. Mm. Would you go to Royal Rumble? I love. My favorite. It's my favorite paper. Would you go there in person? Like, would you travel like we do? And- mm, I, I said I may because my son was, his birthday is right, around yeah. Royal Rumble time. And I think once he gets into the wrestling, wrestling thing, I think, yeah, that Royal Rumble would be something I would want to I was curious, do. though, is baseball usually played in the summer. Mm-hmm. Not many stone baseball stadiums. Right. So there's no chance New York hosting a fucking Royal Rumble because... Both our, both our stadiums are outside. Yeah. That's something going to be exclusively to the southern tier of the United States. I don't know how long that's going to last because that many baseball stadiums left. Oh, I would like to go to Miami again. For oh, yeah, let's go. Bienvenido <laughs> a Miami. In other news. In other news. Big Cass has got some heat on him. I heard. They're going off script. A couple of weeks ago, he did that whole Daniel Bryan with the midget thing. My bad. Little person thing. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, they cleared him to give him the big boot, but did not clear him to give the fist and punch him in the face. This man actually vetoed it himself, yet he did it anyway. Did he veto it and say, because this is what we want you to do, but please make sure you don't punch him. No. 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 So so he didn't say, like, go out there the idea and of don't pun- do this. The idea of punching the little guy in his face was vetoed by himself, Vince McMahon. But right. he did it anyway. No, but did he say, did he tell Big Cass, listen, I do not want you to do this. No, how Big Cass does this. No, I don't like that. Yeah, that's that's different, though. After he did it. If he no, before like he did it. it. Oh, before he did it. Hey, here's a plan for this segment. 
Say IRS does it. Mm-hmm. Here's a plan for this segment. Big Cass is going to have the little person come out as Daniel Bryan. He's going to give him the big boot. Maybe punch him in the face. This is like, I don't want to punch him in the face. You give him oh, the big boot. Okay. I see what you're you saying. You punch him in the face. Then that went against the boss's rules. Yeah. I wonder how long is it, he's going to last. I think he was confused. He's not confused. You think he did it intentionally? No. I think he got lost in the moment. Easy he, mistake. He got lost in the moment. Maybe punch him for a week or two. Come <laughs> On the new day, are probably no longer seen as a top draw in the company. How come? Sales? After Merch sales? Sharp decline in sales. Yeah. I wonder Back in 2016, why. they were the number one seller on WShop.com. I wonder freaking why. Can um, I tell you why? Because I got my own theories I about this. I got my own theory, too. All right. Well, say it together. One, two, three. One, two, three. They're Pancakes. <laughs> they were both right. Okay. But speaking of the new day, Big E is reportedly going to be receiving a big... Singles push very soon. Mm-hmm. Do you think they'll break him up? Or he can put Kat, uh, Big E will be the single star? Of the- all good things have to come to an end. We all knew that the New Day could not last forever. Mm-hmm. Um, I do not think that they need to break up. I do not think this is one of the things where they're just like, all right, there's going to be someone who's going to be going rogue or going to be going heel and turn their back on the New like a shield angle, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. think that's no. who the New Day are. I think they have respectively gone into the power of positivity and i think if, if biggie wants to go for a main title push i think that his brothers would be there to support him would he be successful yeah yeah what happens to Cody? you want and i'll tell you you want to really know why the yeah. truth because our truth <laughs> no the the truth of the matter is that the wwe like storyline around the title picture is so stale right now anybody could be in that title picture. That's not a raw because no title. There, yeah, but anybody could be in it. Anybody who, you, if you told me that Zack Ryder could be in the title picture, I'd be like, yeah, that, I could see that. If you told me, I said that to you, you'd not say that. Yeah, well, now that was before when the title actually meant something. Nowadays, they're not raw, not SmackDown. Nowadays, it's it's very it's very programmed. It's very. You know, we're going to give this person a push, then he's going to go away. Then we're going to give this person a push, and then they're going to go away. So it's like, it's very easy for me to suspect that anybody, Big Cass, could make it into the title picture. Yeah, I could see it. I could see anybody. Even with the heat we just mentioned? Even with the heat that you just mentioned, anybody can make it into the title picture at this point. Who are the main event players? Who are they? They're not pushing anybody except Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns so far up your butt to make me believe that anybody else can make it that big. Braun fucking Strowman? Yeah, but then he hasn't even gotten close oh, to being in in, in like God. an actual title picture. Thank God. That it's probably the only reason that he's working. Thank God. You know? But it's not the truth. That's the truth. Our truth. Right? And What's the only up? and I'm telling you the reason that the New Day is not working and selling tickets is because they stopped pushing their cereal and started pushing pancakes. Unless they're going to start making New Day batter mix and take Aunt Jemima out of business then they ain't going to make no money. That cereal was gold, Jerry. Gold. In other news. I'm a professional journalist. You are. You are. I respect that. This is why you're the host of this show. I, many people have approached me and said, you know what? I could do a better job than Michael J. Putty. I'm like, listen, you could try, but you can never step on his shoes. Who? Many. Many. I deal with facts, figures, and data. That's right. And I respect you for that. There's a big news story broke this week. This was gossip. That's not us. It's not who we are. It's not who we are. No, we're not I a don't. gossip wrestling podcast. No, we're not a failed podcast. Like We don't deal with gossip and dirty laundry. We deal with facts and figures and data stuff to report to you. Yes, that's what we do. But I know somebody who does. What? So we're going to take a little break. 
throw it over to the boys at PMZ to give you the latest dirty gossip of going on in the wrestling business. Take it away, guys. Will you marry me? Yeah, not so much. Great, I know you listen to the show. John Cena and Nikki Belly broke up. Yeah, sad to hear. Actually, you know what's funny? All the women around me yeah. are like, oh my gosh, did you hear about John Cena? Coworkers Nikki told Bella? me that. <laughs> and like, I'm, like, podcast, I'm right? like, yeah, wrestling's fake, by the way. <laughs> John Cena reportedly had uh, a chance to veto anything he didn't like in the wedding planning. Anything that came to him, he had the final veto with. Okay. Sorry for this. Did he veto the whole wedding? Damn! He said, and I quote, I'm like, the last checkpoint, so like, the core. They'll choose a decor, and then I'll give them like the options, but they'll nudge me in like a number two, and I'll politely agree to number two. But uh, you know, like I'm a very active participant in this process. Hmm. Fucking weird. Yeah. Were you active participant in your wedding? Um, in, in some aspects of the wedding, I was. Um, the DJ and the location were the two things that I was very adamant. Like, all right, I want it to be in a cool spot, and I want the DJ to be like top notch because he's gonna control the party. Besides that, everything else, my wife, it was just like, how much you want? <laughs> like, let me sign the checks. A report compiled by People Magazine revealed the new details of the wedding, by the way. Ready for the juicy gossip? Love it. Nikki told People she wanted to wear something very classy, like sexy and classy. Like sexy and classy? Her dress would have been Marquesa. Oh, my God. Rebel would have been a maid of honor. Mm-hmm. John had no interest in the bachelor party. Oh, my God. Nikki's Who would he have invi- invited? Oh, my God. Brother? Like and his Daniel dad, Bryan. like John yeah. Cena, and and so it'd be John Cena Senior, and like Daniel Bryan, his brother, mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. Nikki's bachelorette party, however, took place already in March, which was a nine-day event in Paris. Mm-hmm. They were supposed to marry on March, May fifth, but they broke up, of course. On May fifth? No, before March fifth. Mm-hmm. So the breakup of the relationship is reportedly being covered in the next season of Total Bellas. Interesting. So is it a work? That's a is it term. a work? The rumor is it might be at work, and they're getting back together very soon. Hmm. 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 How are the ratings on last season of, of Total Bellas? Not so good, or I don't fucking know. Because I would only think I would think if the ratings, and this is like just logistics. If their ratings weren't good, they needed to do something big to bring their ratings back, and this could be their big thing to bring ratings back. But I don't think they were so bad that they have to do something like this. Did you believe? In the engagement, Michael J. Putty. Yeah, of course. You believe I'm, in I'm, love. I'm a romantic. Yeah, you believe in love. Not for me, but I do. You believe in yeah. love. You you thought Macho Man Randy Savage, Miss Elizabeth, were going to be together forever. Um, fuck you, everybody. Did. <laughs> <laughs> okay, everybody. Fuck off script here. Everybody fucking did. Sable and Mark Merrill. Boy, man, they can't make it. I can't. I don't think I can. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Jerry Lawler and the cat. Ah, oh, what a shame. Um, Steve Austin and Deborah McMichael. Steve Austin and his second wife. See, uh, Jerry Lawler and his third wife. <laughs> Us Weekly reports that Nikki Bella may be living with Bree, but is still spending nights with John Cena at his apartment? What? And I quote, Nikki hasn't moved out of John's apartment yet, even though she very much wants to after the wedding was called off, but doesn't want to, has to deal with moving after everything they've been through as a couple. Hmm. People close to John Cena and Nikki Bella stated that the two are close and could get back together in a year. In a year? Mm-hmm. Uh, Nikki is very supportive of Cena, and starting a family and having kids is where they are at odds. Mm-hmm. So that's all just you guys what I got. So, bro, what, it, what was your longest relationship? It's not about me. It's about 
John Cena. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I want to ask you, the host of our show. It's not. just bringing things into perspective. I'm trying. You're, you're interviewing I'm me. I'm trying to personalize I'm not, it. You're me. No, I'm trying to personalize. Oh, you're interviewing me, McMahon. You want to play that right? Can we play that right now? You want to play? We talked about that. We can't do that. I know you want to. I know it's eating you up inside, also, because we promoted something. No, you did. And we are you backing did. out. You played a poll. I, I know it's you're not backing right. out. It's not right. Anyway, this is this is the end of the gossip. So I go back to the true professionals back in the studio. Sorry about the engagement. Thanks, because everybody. Great, great job with those guys at PMZ. <laughs> you know the news. The upfronts. You know what the upfronts are? The who? The upfronts. No. Each network has upfronts. Okay. Where they reveal the upcoming season schedule of the TV shows. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've the heard new of that. shows. Yeah. The renewed shows. Nude shows? New. Oh. What shows aren't there obviously got canceled. I would totally love to see the nude shows, though. Yeah, you would. All the nude shows. There will be several WWE superstars at the NBC Universal upfronts in New York next week at mm. Radio, City, Radio City Musical. In- oh. Stephanie McMahon, John Cena, and the Bella Twins, hmm, oh. amongst others, will be appearing to talk about the upcoming season of TV shows. Interesting. There will be a big WWE tie-in, however, mm-hmm. as there will be a professional wrestling ring set up, set up the staging area. Mm. No word yet on what the ring will be used for, or if this is a sign WWE will be renewing their TV deal with NBC Universal. Your thoughts? Are you interested in NBC or, you go, or Fox oh. guy? Loyal guy, stick with NBC Universal. Yeah. There's more stuff to branch out to. Plus, SmackDown will get bumped to a fucking red-headed, red-headed stepchild of a network <laughs> and plummet in ratings. I can see that. Fox have like three channels. Yeah, I mean uh, USA. They're gonna stay in USA. They have to. They've toyed around. They to. They've toyed around going to other networks in the past with Raw, um, and they always come back home to USA. So, in similar news. ESPN and the UFC have struck a deal allowing UFC to stream their events on the ESPN Plus service. The deal means that 15 pay-per-views will be streamed on ESPN Plus, each featuring 12 bouts. It's a lot of fucking matches. Wow. That is a lot. ESPN will also release thousands of hours of content on their streaming service, similar to the WWE Network. Mm-hmm. Not bad. It's believed this deal may lead Fox, who used to stream UFC, to attempt a deal at the WWE. So now... Fox's hands are tied. They don't have, no longer have the UFC, mm-hmm. which means if you listen to us last several weeks, they're hungry for competitive sports. So we'll see what happens. We'll see. We'll keep you only, only time will tell, Michael J. Putty. I only weeks will tell because the upfronts are coming up. So we got to know. We'll give you a breast as we always do. Speaking of a breast, <laughs> Charlotte Flair's in the news. And Her she, breast? She's uh, suffered a ruptured breast implant. Oh, no. Really? She found out before WrestleMania 34. But she wanted to power through it like a champ. Oh, to stay, that's got to be painful. To keep her Oscar fight around. Michael J. Putty, that's, I mean, that's so painful. She'll be undergoing surgery to repair that implant, which won't be too long, apparently, because she qualified for the money in the bank. Right. So it can't be that long. But she was removed from the current U- European tour because she lost her tooth in the house show against Carmilla. Oh, so... So poor Charlotte is going through a lot of shit right now. <laughs> so wait a second. She lost a, a tooth. Rupture, a rupture implant. implant. And uh-huh. rupture implant is okay, but if you lose a tooth, that's it. You're done. Okay. You gotta get out of there. Yep. Like I we said, be- all the way around. Yeah, but like like we said before, we would stop at a hangnail, a paper cut. So uh, I mean, that's why they're the professionals. Michael J. Buddy, another news during the latest episode of Table for Three, there was references to Impact Wrestling with uh, Shane, Kurt, AJ Styles. Yeah, 
And there's also an advertisement to promote Impact Wrestling's new Global Wrestling Network. Okay. Be that they're no longer with Global Force Wrestling. I'm surprised it's still Global Wrestling Network. Maybe they just like the name Global. I guess so. Uh, as reported, WWE came to agree with Impact to use footage from their library for a number of coming up projects, including this one. For some reason, people asked Anthem about it, and they released a statement saying, and I quote, Impact Wrestling collaborated with WWE on this project and sub-licensed footage to use for their original productions, including this one. So that's that. It's a good deal to have. It, but it, does this give Impact a new light? Like, like people have never heard of Impact? Like, what's this? Let me find Impact. Is this... I think Impact is on the rise. I think... You're the only one. <laughs> Listen, but I... It definitely benefits WWE. Mm-hmm. Definitely benefits Impact. Don't sleep on Impact. I have been for the last Listen. 116 episodes. <laughs> um, I do have a feeling that it is up on the rise, uh, Impact Wrestling is. Have you uh, watched it recently? I have not, but... So you can't say that. No, but it has started to intrigue me. And if that, just as a casual wrestling fan, when it comes to Impact Wrestling, is a step that they're approaching the right direction, then yes, I believe they're on the rise. Also, uh, I'm a big uh, New York area indie um, mark. Yeah, of course you are. I love the indies in our Thanks, area. Bullies. The best the best wrestling, like I say, is always in your backyard. And one of the backyards in our area, it's WrestlePro. WrestlePro has a great relationship with Impact Wrestling and a lot of the superstars. You know where the official podcast is BCW, right? I listen. I'm though I am here to support BCW. BCW is not they they do not give me a paycheck. It is a working relationship. So whatever I say is in the interest of a shot of wrestling. Okay, but WrestlePro has a relationship with Impact Wrestling. A lot of the talent that we see in the independent circuit around here is people we see in Impact Wrestling, which makes me happy. What do you think about Tisha Blatcher going to Impact Wrestling? Um, I thought she was like ready going into the WWE. So Correct too. me if I'm wrong. I, w- I won't. I thought you were right. Yeah, yeah. I thought she was going into the WWE. Smart move. Smart move for her. Yeah. Um, whoever's paying her bills is a smart move. Everybody who we've talked to on the show, whoever wants to pay for them, it's not a bad deal to do. In other news. Another update for you guys is uh, Vader. Big Van Vader. Story we've been following very closely. Give us a new update, and I quote, Yesterday I had surgery on my heart. My heart has shifted to an AFib irregular heartbeat. A person in a fib has substantially increased chance of heart attack and stroke. The surgery to put my heart in a normal status was a success. So, keep Vader and thoughts and prayers. We'll keep you updated. Once again, this guy had two years to live. He's still kicking. And he's still kicking. Remember back in the day, Magic Johnson was diagnosed with not even close AIDS, okay, HIV. Doesn't embarrass right? yourself. Okay. No, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But the technology that was available back then, and people were saying like, "Oh, Magic Johnson, you know, he's got AIDS. That's it. You know, how many years does he have?" Dude is still around. Yep. Years and years have gone by, and to that's why I'm correlating year, to yeah. Big Van Vader. There's so much technology in the medicine field right now. There's so many things that we're not even aware of. And if you have the means to be able to access that, and hopefully I will pray that Big Van Vader has the means to access that, then um, hopefully you, we could see more of uh, Vader. Hopefully get a signing at an HOG show near Or BCW. Us. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. Let's end this with good news, as always. Raymond Rowe of the War Raiders, NXT Tag Team, has announced that the wedding date of December 21st, he'll be getting married to Sarah Logan of the Ride Squad. Oh. Congratulations. I think they're yeah. going out. Yeah. I always have to see wedding uh, dates. 
P, P. Rosado broke the news to you. He broke your heart when he said it on the show. Yeah, but I didn't know who the guy you was. You didn't know who the guy I was. No. <laughs> I totally read it on the line. This I week. listened to the show. You should listen to it sometime. No, I listened really to good. it. I don't know the fucking name was. <laughs> I don't watch NXT. And finally, former WBN Impact star Alberto Del Rio. Impact star Alberto uh, Patron. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Has officially become a United States citizen. Took him ten years to do Congratulate. that. Congratulations! It, it's a hard test. I hear. I it's, took it. Yeah, when you were seven. It's hard. A good friend of mine, Taj, took it. I helped him study for it. Yeah, but they went in to do the test. I spent two questions bounced. But it's two it? questions. <laughs> the guy bounced. I spent three weeks <laughs> teaching him everything about American history. What do you think? What do you think the questions were? Um, no, he what, told me what they were. I was gonna be like, "You're a terrorist? Terrorist? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do you like guns?" It's like a Family Guy no? thing. No skin paint tab. Yeah. Well. Combate Americanas Twitter tweeting congratulations yeah ready for this go he got a perfect score by the way thank you so congratulations to him and I quote hoy celebramos con nuestro Alberto el patron quien presentó su examen de su americana y loy a pueblo felicidados at pride Mexicano Uh, I think I fucking nailed that shit thank you I fucking nailed that. I don't think I'm going to call you a gringo anymore. You're you're like blood to me right now. You're gracias, mi hermano. Uh, de aquí adelante debemos hacer el, el show en español. Um, ¿Cuáles son uh, papas fritas? Oh, muy muy chévere. Me gusta ah, los de macanos. Ah, todo la papa de teca. Yeah. Uh, con soy y raw y SmackDown y Cheerzo and Heelzo. See. A shot of wrestling presents Raw and SmackDown here and here. I've some cheers and heels. Raw wasn't that bad. Uh, my first cheer is that uh, we have an exclusive interview with Vince McMahon. So let's... Um, <laughs> episode 12, 114 episodes ago. So let's... Uh, Monkeys in the Truck. You want to play the interview right now? Right? What? You can play the interview right Are you now? kidding me? It's been a while. It's been a while now. Come on. Come on. You don't think they're listening? You've promised your fans I'm, to deliver this interview. Are you going to renege? Um, no. I never, I've never gone back on my word. But apparently you are. I've never... All right, that's fine. Whatever. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna heal Kurt Angle. Talking okay, about- Michael J. Putty. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Fuck them. Yeah, fuck them. They're not listening anymore. You're right. Roll it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a shot of wrestling exclusive interview with Mister McMahon. If I so much as feel your nose breath, I'll crack you in the face with a bag of frozen walnuts. I'm so sorry, sir. I'm just a little excited, and I. Uh, I'll, I'll really try to regulate my breathing. Let me put on these headphones so I can block out your lame voices by listening to famous explosions in world history. Well, sir, that's going to make it a little bit difficult to conduct this interview. Fine. You win. Thank you. I guess we could start by addressing the elephant in the room. Ratings on the road to WrestleMania were low, and you already had plans to give the biggest show of the year out for free. At this point, you knew you needed something big. To get the fans invested. So, enter Shane McMahon. What did you tell Shane to make him return after seven years? 
This is an emergency. You're the most fun guy around and everybody knows it. Shane definitely translates as a fun guy on TV, especially with the Shane O'Shuffle. Yeah, I know. It's pretty funny. Uh, you did mention that it was an emergency. Was it because of the injuries to Randy Orton, Cesaro, Seth Rollins, John Cena? I mean, the list goes on. And oh, no. Cena. I've got a potential Armageddon on my hand. So it was Cena. That was the injury that caused you to think that the WWE was in a state of emergency. At this point, Mr. McMahon, why not push guys like Dolph Ziggler, The Miz, Zack Ryder, and get them closer to the WWE World Championship? I'll make sure none of these little assholes even get close. Wow. You feel very strongly about that. Why? Make it this straight. You had relations with a tire in front of him? What? In front of who? And how did you know that? It, it only happened once. I, mm, I see what you're doing. Changing the subject. Before we can move forward, can you at least admit that it was a mistake to give Roman Reigns such a heavy push? It wasn't a mistake. I, I knew I was wrong. <laughs> I don't think that's funny, sir. So you knew it was wrong, but you did it anyways. Why? Uh... Well, it looks like we're not going to get an answer. So... As a very appreciative host, who is grateful for your time, has nothing but respect for you and all you have done for our business, I will move the interview along. Mr. McMahon, indulge me in a travel to the vault. At the 2005 Royal Rumble, you severed both of your quadricep tendons when you stormed into the ring. If our fans remember, John Cena and Batista both went over the top rope at the 2005 Royal Rumble. And Mr. Command decided that the match would continue to have only one victor. When you stormed into the ring, you collapsed. And you gave the ruling from your bum. How did that feel? Holy shit! My legs! I can't feel my legs! Legs have betrayed me! They'll pay for this! <laughs> That's funny. Typical uh, heel Mr. McMahon. I'm happy that you were at least able to keep your sense of humor. I, I know, I know. I'm the funniest guy ever. It is a very dangerous industry, and injuries happen more often than not. Are you okay now, and are you afraid of any other possible injuries? Everything is fine. I'm not afraid at all. Why are you soap my ass? I am not up at anybody's ass, but it does seem like injuries have been the biggest heel in storylines this year. While we are on the topic of injuries, John Cena made a big announcement on Twitter. It looks like he will be back sooner than expected. How do you feel about that? I can honestly say I've never been happier in my entire life. I hope your happiness translates into a good program for Cena when he returns. Actually, can you give a shot of wrestling an exclusive and discuss what are your plans for Cena? I've got two choices. First, you can remind that spineless Cena how much we love him. And what is your second choice? Operation Slark! Wow, well, we have seen your first choice for many years, but I am intrigued about Operation Slaughter. Can you indulge? Like communism, it can be transmitted through the air, water, sex, and in some rare cases, rollerblading. Oh my, that sounds very controversial. I would like to continue this conversation, but our team here is wrapping us up. Ah, shit. I know, it's been a pleasure meeting you, and thank you very much for your time. For a shot of wrestling, 
This is the Green Man. Where the hell are you going? Good talking, asshole. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, the boss is not done talking. How about two go-home questions? Number one, what did you think about Hulk Hogan's sex tape? Ha! <laughs> what a great film! Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. And number two, we are big with nicknames on the show. Michael J. Putty is also known as MJP, and Michael Hates. If you had another AKA for him, what would it be? AKA Dickless Von Loser. Wow, that's great. On that note, this is The Green Man with a shot of wrestling exclusive interview with Mr. McMahon. Now, back to you in the studio, MJP. Wow. So young into the podcast, so inexperienced. Uh, But great job. At the heart of it, it was a fun time. It was a fun time, Michael it's J. All it's all about here, Shadow Wrestling. Yeah. Fun, having fun. Just having fun. And to think that that one interview inspired us to continue the interview series yeah. <laughs> on a shot of wrestling and actually interview other great talent, which could I let you in a little secret? Please. Next week on episode 117, we will have the goddess of all time, create a pro superstar, the Bobby Orlando. Oh, for all you bitches out there, it's going to be a good one. Episode 117, baby. Oh, what out there? All you bitches. Am I bitches? Yeah, you're a bitch. You're a bitch. I'm a bitch. We're all bitches. And it's okay because the goddess of all time will be here. Are bitches on? Huh? Are bitches on? You were going to get a bitch on. But if I'm not in the mood, can I be a bitch off? (laughs) (laughs) We'll find out next week on episode 117. Aren't we doing cheers and heels though? Yeah, we, we should get back to that. <laughs> let's, let's, uh, get let's get back to, get back business. to business. I'm going to heal Kurt Angle saying the ladder match will be great. The ladder matches will kick butt. Um, like, you don't know who's even in them yet. So, like, I mean, duh. Why you promise me something you can't deliver on? Because um, as the general manager, he knows who he's going to put in competition to be part of that. Of the, of that he didn't know Braun Strowman was even involved until 9, uh, I'm sorry, 8 oh, 10. Hmm. Flaw. Flaw in the writing. Thanks. That's what I'm here for. We're going to cheel. That's a cheer and a heel. New to the show. Okay. The Bobby Lashley segment. Okay. Did you watch that? What is Bobby Lashley doing I mean, back in the WWE? Like, it was cool to learn about his past and this guy we didn't know too much about and learn all the stuff we actually forgot about. Mm-hmm. But during the interview, why did he just keep talking about his childhood and his sisters? Like, um, okay, shouldn't he have talked about more about the current wrestling and current WWE stuff. Yeah. Because Renee Young stopped the interview. Like, all right. And then he's like, oh, can I say one more thing? I love his sisters. <laughs> that was where he lost me on that. <laughs> What's going on there? Unless your sisters are going to come on Raw to be your new tag team partners. What was that about? You know you know what the flaw in that is? Please, I just that me. the fact that two weeks have gone by. Well, no. How many weeks has it been since WrestleMania? Three weeks? Four weeks? No, like longer than that. Uh, five? Okay, five weeks have gone by, and for some reason, the WWE has decided that no one is connecting with Bobby Lashley. <laughs> it was uh, is not relevant. It, it didn't get that big pop that they were looking for. That they spent money to get that big pop because I'm sure Bobby Lashley was not cheap. And um, he came in, and they just needed to remind people, hey, this is why we're paying this guy this much. Yes, I understand that, but why talk about his family? When I talk about the current state, his current views, the current roster, why give me a story about when he's a child and his sister that are not relevant to him or their current product? Oh. That's why I said 
Cheers, Jinder Mahal. <laughs> winning. Winning cleanly, which is much needed because he kept losing every time he's been done raw. Mm-hmm. So good job. Good for him. Finally giving him something. Something. Yeah, because. Nah, it's surprising. It truly is. It definitely is one of my cheers as well because I when he got taken from SmackDown to Raw, I was like, well, where is this guy going to fit? Is he going to be mid-card again? Mm-hmm. And the way that they're starting to filter him into the main card picture. Mm-hmm. is really nice because it's not so strong it's kind of subtle and it's like he's like sneaking his way in which i enjoy that was one of your cheers for raw yeah just one of them what's he got huh well what else did you get what else did i get um my other cheer for raw is that it was good it was very i would good. agree with that cause i think raw was actually wasn't that bad this week yeah raw was pretty damn good solid all right cheers zach Ryder siding i mean even though it's on my well it's backstage Island. segment I think he should have been on screen for Raw, not main event. Mm-hmm. Happy to see Zack Ryder having a fun interaction with Kurt Angle. I kind of want to see more, though. You mm. gave fucking Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn the fucking main event. You did. When they're in their hometown. Oh, they killed it on that show. That was a good one, too. I like that one actually better than this past week on Raw. Also, a cheers. An impressive show on Mojo Rawley. I got to heal that. I think it opened I'm a lot sorry. of people's eyes. Really? He's a joke. He doesn't do nothing. But then I think he had a legitimate... Wasn't it like a three-minute match? It was a long-term match. I know. But the way he worked that match... It was pretty good. It was a little amateur. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Okay. I, I agree disagree. All right. So you're going to look at this match again. Okay. And you're going to see Mojo Rowley be so... He, was just, he just wasn't clean. He was not. He was not. He was out of position many times, and he like corrected himself. Um, the intensity wasn't there. Um, it felt like he, there was a, there was beats skipped and it showed. See, I didn't see that. I thought it was pretty fluid. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll go back and watch it. Yeah. I just wrong? I just thought it was okay. I appreciated that he was given the opportunity, yep. but then literally my thought when I saw it was like you were given an opportunity and you did okay. I think he's great. I wish that's what I wanted to say. I when I people like that get opportunities, I'm like, yep. I want you to like surprise me. I want you to leave me with my jaw open and be like, wow, give me more Mojo Rally. But I thought the opposite. Uh, I just know. thought the in ring work needed a little bit more. It needed to be a little bit more clean. Huh? Yeah. Agree to agree. Okay. Smackdown was well, much better than Raw. It is. But I don't have Smackdown much for Smackdown because it's only you know two hours long. I right, cheers the Miz versus Jeff Hardy match. Yep. Great ending. Great Amazing match. ending. Another candidate for match of the year for me. Really? Um, yeah, the, the Miz is rolling. I mean, coming off his match against Seth Rollins and company at the greatest Royal Rumble against Seth Rollins at the Backlash preview, and now Jeff Hardy? Jeff freaking Hardy? Mm-hmm. Great match. Jeff Hardy. Let's just say Jeff Hardy's not the same Jeff Hardy he was a few years ago. The Miz is, and he had a great match but with him. But he had a great match with The Miz. And, and the finish, this is how important a finish is to a match. Because I feel like the finish, that surprise finish, it was so nicely executed, so cleanly executed, that it was like, wow, this was amazing. I think it totally mm-hmm. pushed what a good match was to make it a great match. I agree. I'm glad you do. It's your show. We should keep you happy. I chose a couple weeks ago... Uh, Billy Kay's in-ring single debut on SmackDown. She kind of impressed me. Okay. Going to follow through with that with uh, Peyton Royce's SmackDown singles debut against Charlotte Flair. Good match going against Charlotte Flair. Held her own. May I say. Depends. How you finish that <laughs> sentence. May I say. How you finish that sentence. That iconic 
has the iconics. The iconics have made me believe a lot more in the iconics in oh, the main roster than in NXT. Oh, they God. are beautiful women and charismatic on the very mic too. yeah the mic work that they they're able to captivate the audience and at first like it's weird because when i saw that gimmick play off in nxt i kind of found it really annoying and i was like uh they're they're back like don't give them a mic like I'm, I'm already annoyed by it but for some reason on a bigger stage i feel like them controlling more of the audience makes me want to be like yeah i, I want to i'm a fan of you now all of the impersonations they do because it's hard. Yeah, they, they, it's they sell funny. it well. Uh, the voice, Ernest Escobar, throws kind of old, really quick, throws boring. I disagree. I think they're, they're killing on the mic. They kill in the looks department. They are delivering in the ring as well. So they are the total package. Yeah. Which one do you think is hotter? Peyton Royce. Yeah. Touche. Alpha finally cheers. Uh, Rusev Day picking up a clean victory over who? Daniel Bryan. Was, uh, you go, so, so, who? Oh, sorry. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> who? 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 Yeah, we all saw it though. Daniel the, Bryan. The fact that it was a Money in the Bank contender match was amazing. I think things are starting to look up for Rooster Day. You think so? You they, think? I think the, the the E is now finally behind them to give them the spot over Daniel Bryan for the ladder match. I don't understand what they're doing with Daniel Bryan though. I, could I, could I, we talk about that for a moment? Oh uh, yeah, like a Be, minute. Okay, Daniel Bryan has come back from injury, and for in my opinion, he was a big name. That maybe not needed to be there every single Tuesday night. Doesn't need to be there at every single pay-per-view. Yes. And definitely could build more on the storyline. So when I saw Daniel Bryan return, they're like, all right. But they're going to give him a little bit more of that storyline build where he could be there but not be as physical in the ring week in and week out. Surprisingly, I was wrong. Now I see him week in and week out and it's like, oh, it's like he didn't miss a beat. And now I kind of forgot that he was injured. So now I'm taking for granted that he worked so hard to get here. But yet the WWE is still pushing the fact that he's like, wow, it's Daniel Bryan's back. Like on the WWE.com, they put Daniel Bryan's dream matches. Like who could we see Daniel Bryan face? They're not doing that for everybody else. Only for Daniel Bryan. They're not even doing that for Brock Lesnar. Who's Brock Lesnar's dream opponents? No one cares. Yeah, but my thing is it's like so they're building – the Daniel Bryan brand, I'm just very confused, and that confusion is leading into intrigue at the same time. Someone compared, uh, I don't remember who offhand, the Daniel Bryan comeback to the Shawn Michaels comeback. Yes. Yeah, very, very, yeah, uh-huh. very similar. Uh, very, very similar. Because when uh, Michaels came back and he fought uh, Triple H at that SummerSlam he went to out in, Lo- in Long Island, that was his first match back. 2002, yep. Uh, we were like, holy shit, Shawn Michaels is back. And that first match. That was a one only match, though. Yeah, but that first match was like, wow, we get to see that one last match. You know, everybody's like, give me one last match and you get to see that. But then to see him return back to that every day after a while, and then DX came back, it lost his luster. It's like you always were going to see Shawn Michaels on your screen. So you kind of took him for granted until he then retired. So how many more years do we have a Daniel Bryan before we see that final retirement when it is on well, Shawn his Mike, terms? Shawn Michaels ran for a while. Yeah. Five, uh, six years? I think longer than that. Yeah. So maybe we can get he a came good... back in 2002. He retired at WrestleMania 26. Okay. Do, do the, the math. math. Yeah, I can <laughs> do the math. We've had a couple shots of wrestling. But a lot of wrestling. Yeah. yeah it's been, it's, it was a, it was a uh, while. That's definitely 10 years. So it'll be uh, a long time before we get to appreciate who Daniel Bryan really was. Is so I came with the pre-order my Iconics T-shirt. Nice. All I got for SmackDown and Raw. And if you got anything else you want to add? Uh no. 
Besides that, you, you hit all the points that I want to hit. Especially I mean, the both shows point. kind of weren't that bad. Much better than they have been. Because Raw sucks. But I was I thought Raw was great this week. SmackDown was awesome. I thought SmackDown was delivered on all aspects this week. And we need to start watching uh, Lucha Underground, by the way. That's what I'm going to start watching. Could I give you a, a full report week in and week out of Lucha Underground? Yeah, if you're here. Beyond excited. I thought both shows are great. No, didn't agree with me. The ratings. Oh, Raw the Street drew a 2.689 million, which is down 12.3% from last week's 3.066 million. This is the lowest Raw viewership going back to December of 2017. Raw was number five for the night in viewership behind two airings of the NBA playoffs, Hannity and the Ingram angle. Raw was number five in the 18 to 49 demographic behind the NBA playoffs inside the NBA and Love and Hip Hop's back. Hey. You're going to hear that name a lot more often. <laughs> the NBA playoffs top tonight with more than 9 million viewers behind both airings, obviously. SmackDown this week drew a 2.293 million, which is down from last week's 2.436 million. It is also the lowest viewership of 2018. It's also the lowest viewership going back to the Halloween episode of 2017. Wow. Ready for this? Okay. It's also the lowest non-holiday SmackDown going back to June 13th of 2017. Wow. SmackDown was number 10 in viewership for the night behind two airings of the NBA playoffs. Hannity, Rachel Maddow, Tucker Carlson, The Ingram Angle, Last Word, Special Report, and The Five. SmackDown was number four in the 18 to 49 demographic behind the NBA playoffs and inside the NBA. Mm -hmm. The NBA playoffs topped the night with almost 9 million across both airings. Tough night. Um, I wouldn't blame it on the shows. I would blame it on Backlash. Oh, definitely Back- blame on Backlash. There was no buzz. When you come off of pay-per-view, where fans are walking out, where it was really just a D show at best, you really lose interest for me to want to watch and see what, what what is the fallout of Backlash. Who cares? That's what everybody said. Nobody tuned in. It seems like it was it's WrestleMania. It's Backlash. It's the next pay-per-view. Yeah. But it seemed like the greatest Royal Rumble kind of screwed things up. I think the greatest Royal Rumble took the place of Backlash. Okay. Impact this week drew a 295,000, which is down from last week's 299,000. Impact ranked 133 on the cable top 150 this week, which is down from last week's 124. Hannity Hannity topped the night in viewership with 3.5 million, whilst... The Jersey Shore top of the night in the 18 to 49 demographic. I have two go-home thoughts. I think I need to start watching Impact. I agree with you. Because former Knockouts champion Winter made her Impact Wrestling return after six years. Winter is also Katie Lee Burchill from WWE. That's how how I know her. There's something about this woman who was smoking hot. But now she's back at Impact, not as Winter, as a whole new character. Yeah. Like, okay. So I might start watching Impact. I mean, because, of, because of her. Oh, so she's the one who's turning Because over. she's, she's like, Gabo's girlfriend. I don't even know who Gabo is. I have no clue what's going on in Impact. I might try, try to find out. Listen, um, since a lot of the indie stars in our area have been performing on Impact Wrestling, it has gotten me very excited about it. I have yet to been so moved to say, yeah. I'm going to switch over. I'm going to watch it for a little bit. Yeah. But you got like, remember? Also, also forget it's on. Yeah, yeah, that's true. 
That's true. I'm what just channel? not programmed. I, I don't remember what channel it's on. Yeah, I'm just not programmed. Pop? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, I think that's what it is for me. But uh, yeah, I definitely want to get into the groove of watching Impact Wrestling. Yeah. What's your other go-home thought? Breaking news. What you got? As we're recording the show, I'm a big fan of the show uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, I didn't know that. It has been on for five seasons. I've been a fan of it for the first three. Okay. It won the Gold Globe Award for Best Comedy. Then it moved to Tuesdays, which is opposite and say yes and SmackDown. Tough night for you. Obviously, I can't record two channels because Spectrum sucks because I can't record more than two shows. So I gave up on that. Watching here and there on In Demand, Fox this week canceled Brooklyn Nine-Nine. No. I'm Breaking so news here on at 1 o'clock in the morning. NBC picked it up for the sixth <laughs> season. You just heard that. It just happened. Breaking news on my fucking iPhone. Wow. Thank you to NBC for picking up a great show. Well written, well acted. It deserves to live on. So God bless you, NBC. I'm looking forward to watching it. No matter what show it's on. No matter what night it's on. So uh, thank you to NBC for picking up Brooklyn Nine-Nine. That's my goal and thoughts. Good for you, man. Let's see. You. It's a good day. I feel you. So uh, I burned through my two goal and thoughts. What do you got, buddy? This is your show now. You've been here for a while. Oh, man. I'm, I'm happy to be back. You get eight minutes. <laughs> oh, let me see what I could tell you in half of that, Michael J. Putty. Our relationship with BCW continues to grow. That's right. And Summer of Smash is going to be one of those shows in the area that you do not want to miss. It's going to be on June 8th at the Elks Lodge. Now, there's a lot of debuts already scheduled, but one of them the interest of a shot of wrestling really yes the debut on summer of smash breaking news no not breaking news yet this was this was on the this this was on the instagram you all got really excited santana garrett the recent recipient of the cauliflower alley club women's wrestling award will shine at bcw nice that's right you like how i did that that's right appreciate that yeah and we're excited because we have an exclusive okay now, here's our exclusive. You may know that she will be debuting, but you do not know who she'll be debuting against. Until now, exclusively on this podcast, the official podcast of BCW, we're going to tell you that Santana Garrett will be going one on one. This is breaking news? This is breaking news, Michael J. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. <laughs> Michael J. Putty, this just into a shot of wrestling podcast. Santana Garrett will be facing Federated member Ali Rex. Let's go Federated. Yes. Let's go Federated. Ali Rex, come on. <laughs> I mean, you're a Federated guy. You must be really excited I'm the about official that. podcast representative of Federated, yes. <laughs> yes. You, yourself, Michael J. Putty, are the and official. Wrestling. Yeah, of course. Okay, bring us along for the ride. Thank you. Ah, as, as if things couldn't get any better. With the amount of people debuting on this show and the amount of matches that will be announced, we just broke one of them here on episode 116. There are many more matches that are still yet to be announced, but I guarantee you, you want to get your tickets. Um, Before they sell out, because it's going to be a hot show. They're going to be they're available on Eventbrite, so you just hit it up right there, get your tickets, come to the show, have a good time with your boys of A Shot of Wrestling and BCW. I'm excited, bro. You We're too, ready. Man. June 8th. Can't wait. Looking forward to it. It's going to be the, the hottest party of the summer. Oh, no, that's SummerSlam. 
well, locally, yes. Locally, it will be the hottest party of the summer. I'll bring him a fan. Yeah. Got cool off. <laughs> bring him beach ball mania with us. That's right. But uh, happy to be back. Thanks. Thanks for. Uh, yeah. Good job, buddy. Welcome back as your co-host on episode one sixteen. Always welcome. Looking forward to the next round of interviews. Like we said, the Bobby Orlando will be on next week, and uh, you'll never know who's going to be coming on next. If you want to come on, inbox at shadowwrestling.com. Yeah. Hit up the green man. Hey, buddy. Any more else? That's it, my man. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. It's going to feel like Jimmy Fallon's thing. We're going to write thank you notes. Thank you, Mike Orlando and Ellie Rex, for wearing our t-shirts on Instagram. Thank you, Vince Kennedy McMahon. There it is. For Great uh, interview. Thank you for, for, uh, for your time. Well, you brought the fucking kayfabe. Fourth of all, if you want. Thank you in advance. The Bobby Orlando for joining us on episode 117. Thank you, BCW, for allowing us the opportunity to have breaking news on one of your matches for Summer on Smash. Thank you, Eric Jaden, because we love you, dog. And if you want to dial it up for love, dial it up 619-343-3005. I think that's it, Michael J. Putty. It's enough. <laughs> I mean, the hotline is open. Dial it up 619-343-3005. It's always open. Always. 24-7. open. If, even if, you, if your questions don't make it on air, we still respond to you. We make sure that your the advice gets to its recipient. How do how does the lawyers say? The advice is free. The call is free. <laughs> <laughs> Dial up. 619-343-3005. I like that. <laughs> dun, dun. So, yeah. So, for Green Man, welcome back. For Vince McMahon. I've been your host at Michael J. Party. Until next week. Party out. Hey baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh my. And maybe you seem a bit confused, yeah baby, but I got you pinned. Ha 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 But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night everybody. <laughs>